Welcome to The Girls' Room. I'm your host, Marissa Quintalmo. The Girls' Room is a safe space where we talk about all things uncomfortable, challenging, and oftentimes gross that come along with womanhood. Tune in every week for a new glamorous episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Girls' Room. This month, we're discussing all things period-related for a continuation of last year's Menstruation May. Each week, we'll be diving deeper into different menstruation topics with education, products, and relatable experiences. Today, we are joined by special guest Katie, founder and CEO of Viv, an eco-friendly line of period care, to educate us on the importance of sustainable period products. Welcome, Katie. Hi, thank you for having me. Please introduce yourself. I'm Katie. I'm founder and CEO of Viv, an earth-friendly period care brand um, that I started in college and never stopped working on. And it's been so awesome getting to innovate in this space. Can you dive a little bit deeper into the backstory of this? I know you just said that you started this your senior year of college, but what made you interested in starting this project specifically? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in Tampa, Florida, and I was super pumped to have a season. So I went to Boston College for um, undergrad and did the business school there and um, was still a Florida girl at heart. I like cringe if anything's below 60 degrees, but uh, was really passionate about the business program there and was studying marketing um, as well as something called managing social impact. And so I kind of became obsessed with mission-driven brands and brands that were making an impact. And um, when I was in my second year of school, it was the 2016 election and we saw so many brands starting to speak up for the first time about social matter about politics and it no longer became this taboo thing it then was this like expectation of brands which i absolutely loved and they were almost being the voice of the people when our government or other groups were lacking the ability to do so and i from that moment on i knew i wanted to either start a mission driven brand or be a part of one and during my senior year at boston college i was taking this entrepreneurship type class it was you know, very classic entrepreneurship, come up with or find a problem, come up with a solution for it. And I always say that's like very typical of my day to day, like problems arising and I'm like looking to find solutions for them. And uh, I was diving into the hygiene space in particular and was really frustrated with the way a lot of brands spoke to like a female consumer in general and how they tend to thrive off our insecurities when instead of empowering us, which is like, very frustrating and i knew that younger generations gen z in particular would see through that and demand better from brands then i dove into the period care space and it was just like endless problems arising and it was all this plastic waste involved and the toxins and traditional products and like who has access to menstrual care and even understanding like inclusivity when speaking about periods and it's like, wow, like I didn't know so much of this. And I've had a period for what, like 10 years at that point. And imagine how many others, I don't know how much plastic waste they're creating or what toxins are in their products. And found this like ignited fire in me to do something about it. And became so obsessed with this class project that I gave it my all and like half ignored my other classes um, to really, really see it out. Wow. That is such an amazing story. And I think that it's so inspiring, the fact that you started this at such a young age and the fact that you're doing it for all the right reasons to like 
make other menstruators feel comfortable. Like how you're saying how people thrive off of our insecurities. That's something that I think about all the time with these constant products that are coming out that are just making us feel worse about our bodies. And I think it's really important that you're doing this for all the right reasons. So can you talk a little bit more about your products, what type of products you offer and what makes them different? Yeah, absolutely. So we first launched with our bamboo pads and liners, which are super unique. They're made with a bamboo fiber and corn fiber core. Bamboo is awesome crap because it, it uses a lot less land and water, but it's also super absorbent and softer than cotton. And so it actually can absorb like four or five times the amount of the traditional pads can, but it feels very thin and the same, which is super cool. And then they're completely plastic free. And when I learned that one traditional pad is equal to about like four plastic bags of waste. I was completely appalled and was like on my own sustainability journey and was trying to cut out single use plastic and realized that every month I was contributing so much and didn't even realize it. Um, so that's the first product we launched was bamboo pads and liners. Then we launched a menstrual cup called Viv Cup. That's like a darker colored cup with a little ring at the bottom that makes removal like so, so much easier. I'm actually like now a big cup user. Um, when I first started Viv I, was, Viv, I was honestly like one of those people who was kind of nervous about the cup, like kind of freaked out by, I was like, this is not the answer. Like that goes where, like no way. But now I'm obsessed, like life-changing. I can't believe like I wasn't using it before. And then we just launched our tampons. And I know you can see me right now, but they're literally sitting in our warehouse surrounded by pallets of tampons which is so funny to me sometimes it's just like very humbling to look at um and we're super excited about those they're an organic cotton core with a plant-based applicator so it's all plant derived a lot of um, plastic applicators are derived from like really harmful fossil fuels and ours are all naturally derived um, and it acts in, and feels like plastic too and so it's it it's a really comfortable experience, not like the cardboard ones a lot of people don't really like. <laughs> I think that all of these things are so amazing. And you talked a little bit about how one pad is equivalent to four plastic bags. Can you dive a little bit deeper into all this? Because I know sometimes we hear like a few facts every now and then, but like no one really talks about how terrible period products are for the earth. Yeah, I know. I, I find it really fascinating that we hadn't learned more about it thus far. And I think it was time that we demanded more options because it goes past even just there being plastic waste. It also is like the chemicals like in the agro waste that's created. And when you're using like cotton that has a ton of really harsh chemicals in it, that's like going into the earth. Like that's also making a really big impact. And with our products in particular, with one period, you could say like 48 plastic bags and, and a ton of water, especially with our pads and liners, um, and even a ton of carbon emissions given like our manufacturing side of things. And like the fact that bamboo is using so much less land and so much less water, it's really creating an impact like from the fiber core, which has been really cool to see. Wow, that's amazing. And I think that it's really awesome that you're talking about how these products even though they're sustainable that they're just as comfortable and they're just as like I don't know the right word that I'm trying to think of but they're like what we're used to I guess because when yeah. you were talking about before like using like cardboard applicators and stuff that's like <laughs> really really challenging I feel like a lot of times when people think of like eco-friendly products like they think that it's like cardboard and stuff like that yeah 
it's so true it's so so true and it's like our periods are ready a really annoying time of the month like no one's like oh my god yes like periods here i get to like use a tampon or like use a pad right so and it has to work like these things need to work and we need to create things that are better for our bodies that actually perform well that are comfortable to use and are also better for the environment and a lot of brands just pick one or like skimp out on all of them and we're trying to set a new standard of like you can have all of these and be thriving <laughs> that's so awesome because i feel like you're exactly right because whenever i used to like try to buy like organic or eco-friendly products or tampons they would be eco-friendly which i'm like heck yeah but then they would be so uncomfortable and then i'm like i can't even <laughs> use it at that point like i want to be comfortable during my period like i also want to be saving the earth at the same time but it's got to be like all these things at once i can't just like pick one it's so true yes Another thing that I want to learn a little bit more about is the menstrual cup. I am also the way that you used to be thinking like, what? Like, how is that supposed to fit in there? <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about the menstrual cup? And for anybody who has the mindset that I used to have, change their minds real quick. Oh my goodness. Okay. One, I, I hear you if you're like, oh my God, no way, not me. But like, there are so many benefits that make it's so, so worth it. And to be honest, like you, the first month you try it, like the very first time, you're going to have to like squirm around a little bit, but you have to do that probably with a tampon the first time too, or even a pad or like when anytime we did anything for the first time with our new evolving bodies. And so it's going to be similar, like a little bit of a learning curve. But one thing in particular I will say is that um, it's actually made my period go by faster and you can keep it for 12 hours and I have like a fairly medium flow and like have never needed to change more than the, the 12 hour period. And so because of that, you're not constantly going to the bathroom and changing things, like constantly like doing that awful time when you're like actually dealing with your period in the moment. And um, pro tip for any new cup users is to remove it in the shower. Everyone is always like, oh my gosh, like what if I have to remove it in public? One, you can keep it in for 12 hours, put it in first thing in the morning, take it out when you get home before you go to bed, dump it out clean it, put it back in. Like you shouldn't, you really realistically won't need to do that in public. Um, second, the shower trick is awesome for beginners. If you're worried about like removing it and things going awry, um, cause you're in a secure place. So also practice the folds. If you actually fold it properly, it's no bigger really than a tampon. Um, if that's what you're used to. So I actually was more of a pad person even before I went into the cup. I like jumped from a pad to a, a cup, which is a little bit different and unique. And it's reduced my cramps. It's like made me feel so much better on my period. I've been doing a lot of sports and like physical activity and haven't noticed it. So there's lots of benefits that make it so worth it. I highly, highly recommend it. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't realize that using a menstrual cup could relieve like your cramps and like help relieve symptoms why is that do you know like the exact reason i don't know if that's like a known fact yeah it's been really interesting there's like these new studies coming out of like absorption versus capturing of menstrual blood and how that can like differ in our bodies and, like different health benefits for capturing instead and um there is something different about like not having cut something constantly absorbing any moisture in that area but rather just like capturing it 
So it's also like pressure related. The way the cup is in and like suctioned in, like you literally can't feel it once you insert it properly. And that definitely helps in terms of like cramping in general. Interesting. Is there, a, okay, I have like 16 more questions, but like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just start here. We'll fire them out. Is there any like type of person who's not able to use a cup or is menstrual cups like able to use for like any age, any body? They don't recommend using it if you have certain types of IUDs, just because sometimes it can accidentally like, there have been like few stories where it's been removed um, with the cup. So I have heard that and I have heard um, like people reaching out being like, oh my God, I want the cup so bad, but I have an IUD and like for general protection, I recommend they don't just in case. <laughs> and then, um, but that's pretty much it. Our cup comes in two sizes, so it can be a small um, or a large size. And we always recommend that anyone can really be using the smaller size. Um, but if you are really, really comfortable with the cup or if you're post um, like vaginal birth, then you could easily use the large and just like have a, more, a bigger option, have an option that secures a little bit longer. Maybe you want to like have an extra busy day and use a large cup just in case. So we have two sizes right now. We actually might expand to more sizes um, for all of our all of our products because we're really into that and we're getting a lot of feedback from our customers and want to know like what different absorbencies or different sizes they'd be interested in. Huh, that's really interesting. So when I think about like a menstrual cup in general, I think that they are ginormous, even though they're like <laughs> really not. So how do you go about, I know you talked a little bit about the folds, but like, how do you go about like folding that thing down? Cause like when I look at mine, I'm like, I've had one for a year now and I've never been able to properly use it because I feel like I'm just like not getting the folds. Like, how do you get that so mm. small to fit in there? Oh my goodness. One, I feel like I'm like plugging Viv way too much, but like oh, no. Pop ours, <laughs> ours is way more like flexible and like almost like squishy. So it's easier to fold and keep folded. Um, a lot of like the traditional cups that were kind of the first cups out there are really firm and like almost harder to insert. Um, so ours is really flexible, which is nice. So you really just see fold it and it's like almost hard like not to fold it into your hand when you're playing like you're playing around with it while you're holding it that's literally what I do half the time I have a, like a display cup on my desk sometimes that we use for shoots that like has never gone in someone's body and I like practice my folds on it when I'm just like fiddling around this is what happens when you have a period care company like the strangest things um Anyway, but you can actually just fold it and make a little C shape, but there's tons of different folds online. We have like two blog posts and a couple like TikTok videos like showing you in depth how to fold your cup. I've also gotten tons of the customer emails being like, hey, do you have any tips for like this and this and this for my cup? And I will gladly reply to you and give you all of my tips and insights for really specific questions if anyone's listening and thinks of another one but the seafold is my personal favorite. Okay. That makes sense. And that I think is a really helpful tip to like practice folding it before you try using it because I'm the type of person that like, if I get something, I want to use it in that moment. So I got my cup. I'm so excited. because I'm like, finally, I'm going to use it. I'm going to save the world and I'm going to be more eco-friendly. And then I try to use it literally immediately without like ever practicing or anything. And I was like, let me see if I can get this. And it was like, pop right back out every single time so that's a good tip to like practice first yes I would definitely practice first I'd also like um give yourself some time when you're like feeling relaxed or calm to practice um also sometimes it's like 
not high enough up. I think there's this this um, concept that it's like right at the bottom, but you do need to like push your cup up a little bit, which is why the ring is nice because sometimes when it's like in a really comfortable spot for your own body and then everybody's body is different. So it might be lower for others, higher for others. Like sometimes it can seem freaky if all that's there is like a stem or nothing. And so when you have the ring there, you're like, oh, I'm always secure, I'll find it. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that that's really interesting that you have that because I do feel like that is going to make it a whole heckin ton easier to pull it out because that was always one of my biggest fears like when I first saw that this was like a thing my first time seeing one at a store I'm like how do you get that out like are you just supposed to like pull in that little tiny thing like how is that supposed to happen totally yes something I didn't know is that you also have to like break the suction of a cup when removing it and so it's in there, it has pressure. It's like holding its shape really nicely. And so you just use your finger to like almost like break a suction cup um, and seal. And then that makes the removal like a million times easier. Okay. Next question about the menstrual cup. Is any type of flow able to use a cup? Like people who have a light flow, people have a, me- a medium and people who have a heavy period? Yes. Honestly, it's amazing if you have a heavy period, but it's also amazing if you have a light, especially if you're like, in between, um, or like have a variety. I have sometimes really, really light periods, sometimes really heavy periods. And like, I'm a love using my cup on the lighter days because you're not just like, Oh, is anything happening today? You're not ruining underwear. Like nothing bad is happening. Like you're just secure and you're really confident. And I honestly feel like the cup has made me like feel so much more secure and confident, like no matter what's happening with my cycle. Um, cause you do have that buffer room. I think it holds about three to four tampons, um, worth, of um, um, liquid itself in the cup. So you're going to be set. You're going to be good. <laughs> yeah. That's really awesome because the light days where you're like in the in-between phases, that's the worst. I think I've ruined so many pairs of underwear because I'm just playing like a guessing game. Like hmm, maybe I'll bleed <laughs> today. Maybe I won't. Should I wear a pad? Should I not? YOLO type of mind. So that's really good to know because I always kind of imagined that you needed to have like a heavy or a medium flow period. So I think that that's really important to know because that could really help a lot of people on those in-between days. Absolutely. When you're done with your cycle and you're done with the cup, you don't need to use it anymore. Is there a specific type of sanitation process that you need to take? Or even, I guess, in between using the cups, like how do you go about sanitizing it? Totally. If you're in your, like currently on your period and you're just like taking it out to clean it out, either reinserting or, or like using a different product, in between, I'd recommend just like, hot water and like a gentle, gentle cleanser, um, on its own. And before like storing it in your little bag, um, if you're in between cycles, I recommend giving it a little light boil in some hot water. I have my little menstrual cup pot, but like it's being sterilized anyway with hot water, like you're chilling. So just drop it in for a few minutes, like twirl it around, like let it do its thing. It's a little monthly menstrual cup, like boil, and um, you're good to go. Obviously, let it cool and such. Um, some people have been emailing me asking about like microwaving it, and that is something I have not tried, so I'm not going to recommend it just yet. But I will happily be the guinea pig and try it out and report back. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think that I would ever put that in my <laughs> microwave, but I mean, to eat their own, if it works, it works. So. We talked a lot about menstrual cups and I know that I could probably like go on and on forever. Can you talk a little bit more about your pad line and what makes them sustainable? Yes. Um, so the pads, I'm honestly a really big fan of. 
they're the ones that are bamboo based and corn fiber based we've been getting so much feedback about how soft they are and how like crazy absorbent they are they hold to about 110 milliliters compared to like 40 milliliters to other brands so it's actually crazy how absorbent they are so if you're having um have your period or you just like will prefer something that's like equally as thin that's going to do the job and like feels really soft that's great so i i'm a big fan of our pads and liners liners have been really interesting too because i always recommend if you're new to the cup game like pair a liner there for some like peace of mind i know when i the first time i tried a cup i put i used one of our liners with it just in case because i'm like something happens, I put it in wrong, like something's going, goes awry. Like I have a super absorbent liner right there. So we're chilling. I, so I always, always recommend that. And what's really cool is that typical pad liners, the back sheet is plastic, but ours is actually made of cornstarch. It's all plant-based. It's not plastic, but it still has the adhesive. It like still performs super well. And then the wrapper itself that it comes in um, can be put in your compost bin. So it's kind of fun. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I think that that's so amazing that you're doing all of this and that it's so eco-friendly. That's amazing. Thanks. Yeah, we're pretty pumped about our pads. <laughs> yeah, that's really awesome. I think about how much I used to use, how much waste I used to use on my period. And like, it's a lot thinking about how many times like we go through the day changing our pads, changing our tampons. Sometimes we wear tampons and pads at the same time. Like, it's a lot. Right. It, it's tough because brands haven't been giving us an option prior that like works with our lives. And I think it's time that like we all demand better for our brands and actual products that make us feel good using. And when I think about people who are making better decisions when it comes to their body, when it comes to the earth, like more ethical decisions, it tends to be like people who have periods and we tend to be thought leaders and first movers with social movements. So it seemed really natural to like provide something better for people who are already creating more eco-conscious decisions. That's amazing. And I love that this is a woman-owned brand and a woman-run brand. I think that that is so (laughs) awesome. It's so true. And I, I probably have the craziest stories about like the times I've had to test samples and such. And there was a period of time when I was really, really, really early stages of this, and we were testing out all these different materials and samples that, and do not do this, like highly recommend never, ever doing this bad idea, but I would mess with my birth control to force my period to come when samples would arrive so that I could test it myself too, because I was like, if I don't like it, no one's going to like it. Like I was like the harshest critic at that stage. And so it's cool. Cause like our team will be like, okay, I have the cup in right now. Like I have this thought and this thought. And like, it's something we actively discuss so openly amongst each other. And what's cool is that we all have very different preferences and we all have such different periods, but I think that's reflective of like society and the world as a whole. Everyone has a really different experience and different relationship with their period. And so having a variety of opinions and thoughts and a variety of cycles has been really cool to like have on a team where we're thinking creatively about how to like engage more dialogue around menstruation. Wow. That's really cool to think about. And I saw recently that you guys also have a podcast now too, when you have a blog on your website. Can you tell us about that? Yes, that was okay. So it's so funny because I always think of Viv as so much more than just our products and our product line. And I hope our, our community and our customers and everyone does too. And it's really about building like 
an empowering community. And even when we thought about like the name Viv, we wanted it to be like an older sister, a mentor, this like badass person you look up to and personify the actual brand. And when we like went through and came up, um, decided to go with a podcast, we had made stickers like months and months and months ago that said talk about periods. And it was just to encourage dialogue and to break down stigmas. And I think I was really inspired um, by the focus groups I actually used to do in college. And I would get my friends together in a circle in our like, dorm room when I was doing that class project. And I'd ask them questions about their period all together. And at first everyone was a little uncomfortable or timid. And then once you say something and everyone's like, oh my God, that happens to me too. It became this like sense of community and like so many other thoughts and problems and experiences came out of that. And I realized that half the problems with traditional period products was because no one was asking menstruators about their period. No one was simply saying like, what do you like and not like? And so by going deeper into that, we're unraveling all these issues and now we can actually go and fix them and solve for those problems. So now we have a podcast called Voices by Viv. If you're a big podcast person, go check it out. We do a variety of like talking about um, menstrual equity and the policy around it to the environmental side of things, to like intersectionality. And then the other episode was just about like dating the other day. So all across the board. And um, yeah, that's what we love to. That's awesome. And I think that those are really important topics to cover. And I like that you guys are starting this conversation. Like how you said, like, it's always a little bit uncomfortable at first, like when you're with a group of friends or just a group of people in general. But when one person starts talking, like it gets the whole room going. So I think that that's really, really important that you guys are talking about these things and it's expanding and making your brand now a community. Yeah, thank you. I know that's what's like getting people excited. And I think brands today need to be more than just their products. They need to be building community and like understand their audience so thoroughly because we've learned so much about even like what tampon to launch, like from our community themselves. Like they're the ones inspiring us every day. And that's been so fun. That's amazing. And I think that that's just like really cool that you're caring about each of your customers and you're wanting the best for them. You're not just putting out a product to put out a product. Like that's really great. I want to like be best friends with all of our customers when we like pack boxes and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't know, Brittany from Kansas, like we should hang out. <laughs> like, that's literally how I feel. I feel like every one of my customers is my best friend and we've done rounds of like customer interviews, but I definitely get too attached. My teammates like make fun of me. They're like, oh, like these people are amazing. But that's amazing to hear. I love that. Like an owner, the CEO of the company, like caring this much about her customers. And like, that truly shows that you are putting so much into this product then like, that's amazing. Thank you. I know. I hope other people feel this way because like, being a founder is a hard job and like starting a company is a lot of work. And if you're not getting up every day, like so wildly passionate about your customers and the problem you're solving, like it's going to be miserable. So you better be picking a group of people to serve that you are like so wildly happy to serve for the rest of your life. Wow. You're an icon, literally. Like this oh is <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> I've been so excited to have this conversation with you because like as soon as I saw your product and like reading all the bios and stuff I'm like this is so amazing and it's just so inspiring to see and I just absolutely love what you're doing and I think that it's incredible. Oh my god thank you. I think what you're doing is incredible. We need to increase dialogue around things that revolve our bodies and 
that's so so wildly important and I love that you like have this platform for ability for like people to share their stories and like talk about things that are so so crucial for us to understand growing up yeah because that's one thing like I felt like when I was growing up that like I wasn't allowed to learn about my body and like it was always very censored and I like got older and I'm like what is going on like why am I now in my 20s figuring out like what's going on when I'm having my period when I've been doing this since I was 12 or 13 like it's just always been like a strange idea to me. So that's why I wanted to start this. I'm like, I want to talk about things like people need to know what is going on. Like we should have the right and we should have the privilege to be able to know what is truly going on. It's so true. And it's wild that we're like still learning new things about our bodies. And I wish I had something like this when I was younger to like go and turn to and be like, all right, I have all these questions. What the heck is half of these are these things? And like, it's cool that we can kind of rewrite that and create that for the future generations. Yeah, it's incredible. Do you have any final advice or any more tips you want to give or anything else that you would like to share to any other menstruators out there? That's such a good question. I would say so often we're like skewed by society about how our cycle should be or like we might think we're really weird you're not having a different cycle is all about being a unique human being. And it's absolutely normal to do so. I'd also say like our cycles and our periods are like windows into our entire health and well-being. And if you own that and respect it, it can actually be this like very insightful thing of like how your overall health is doing. If I have a really, really stressful period of time, or if like I'm um, eating weirder things than I typically do or doing something different my period often re- reacts to that and shows that and so something I've personally been working on is having a more positive relationship with my cycle and my period because it is like a window into our health as well that's really important to know and I think that that's just like great advice so thank you so much Katie for everything that you're doing and having this podcast with me and just all the incredible things that you're continuing to do so thank you so much for being a guest today I really appreciate you Yeah, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this conversation. This was so fun. Be sure to follow Viv at Viv for Your V on Instagram. Check out their podcast, Voices by Viv, and visit their website, vforyourviv.com, to purchase your own products and learn more. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Girls Room. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, and follow me on Instagram at thegirlsroom underscore pod. See you next week for an all new episode.